Hey universe. I mean, right? Okay, that first part was a joke. Wait, is this the same joke? Unpause. Yep, same joke. Is it funny 19 seconds in? Is it funny on 1.C 3.145? 145? Oh, pie. Pie abuse, pie abuse. Oh, 3.14159265358975897. Oh, I don't even know if 323 is right. But, Pi, you know I love you. Are we square on my previous... Oh, I mean, I mean, are we back to degree one? Are we 180 degrees aligned, polarity, symmetrically, and universally across all time and space on one axis? Do you know how hard it is to make absurd jokes with mathematics as your material? Well, probably easier than doing so with, uh, what's the worst material for comedy? Huh. I mean, my immediate thought was Hillary Clinton. But nope, they've roasted her over the coals so much that I've come around to think that making fun of old Hillary's pretty easy. So, I know they say it's hard to make fun of sexual molestation, but we're not going to try, because that sounds like a stupid thing to do. Instead, what we'll say is that on this planet, where predators are uh, hiding under uh, the most unlikely places, and your spidey sense when it's tingling better be driving you to uh, respect the uh, concern that's currently arising... Well, if any such situation is actually occurring for you, there is help. Especially if you're in a situation where you don't think random strangers will help, crying out for help will get you a lot more attention than you might know. So, if you're ever a child who feels in danger, shout. Shout you need help. And watch how many of us come running to you. I will always be there to help. I don't care who's shouting for it, but especially a kid. Right? Right. Okay. Well, in the history of duh openings, should I also admit to always ceding the right of way to women with strollers, pushing a stroller, or allowing anybody with bags in their arms to get on the bus first? Though you don't want to really offer to take someone's bag anymore, because people get weird about that. Just give them the right away, and if they look like they need help, say, Would you like my help? Not, can I take a bag for you? <laughs> uh, no, that polite gesture's gone by the wayside. Pause, pause, pause. Okay. And never call back strange women who give you their number when you're loading a Christmas tree on their car. That's the fourth one. That's obvious, right? Okay, so in in uh, review here, Phoebe.
Always help a kid who is shouting out for assistance. Always seed way to a mom pushing a stroller. Always allow somebody with their arms full of bags to get on the bus in front of you. And what was the last one? Uh, oh, yeah, and uh, don't call back uh, people who give you their number when uh, you, all you've done is load their Christmas tree on their car. And uh, a little bit of repartee right before that. What are we saying? Six minutes of time? Twelve minutes total? Maybe? Okay, those are our rules for the day. What's the day? It is the 30th of November. I think I remembered. At 12.50 a.m., so we got on about 1240, 1243 if I had to guess. 1243, sounds about right. Um, and we got on to talk about what? Well, I'm fortunate to have opened my email because you know what? Seriously, I totally missed Cyber Monday. But Harbor Freight doesn't care. They're giving me one more chance to relive the deals that were Cyber Monday. And... Spotify is letting me live large. Give me three free months of Spotify Premium. Why? Oh, because I've opened the Spotify app probably, what, 300 times and never once hit the Premium button except to go <gasps> back. So, um, yeah. The one thing this culture of American uh, largesse and uh, advertisements in every corner, is there advertisement on the inside of the toilet paper yet? I know they used to print, like, gag toilet paper with crossword puzzles on them. But why is there not toilet paper with advertising on it yet? Oh, God, I'm so filled with such brilliant ideas. Wait. No, 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 no. That Night Shift movie with <laughs> Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler and Shelley Long. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Michael Keaton... Um. In that role, he came up with the role, or he came up with the idea for edible paper. It might have been edible toilet paper, but I'm pretty sure it was edible paper. Anyway, uh, on to bigger and better things. Not that there's anything bigger or better than you, Mr. Michael Keaton. In fact, if I could swap lives with anybody, I might think about you. You seem like you had a pretty good role. Um... Spotify on the other hand, <laughs> no grazie, no grazie. All right. Um, I really did get on here to talk about some. Oh, intellectual property. I know this is a stickler because everybody's like, "Wait, if I invent this, then I fucking deserve all the reward that comes with inventing it." Okay, yeah, I agree. I just don't see that as being the kind of thing where you, twenty-five years later, are holding some level of patent innovation over an industry and then cloak your innovation in some other uh, flip-flop suppression of emerging technologies to dominate a market that you've dominated by, what, the twist of one inspirational moment of connective idea? I don't know. I don't know. What's the idea so fucking phenomenal that you deserve to just kick back and count your gold. What is the idea? Is it Velcro? What is it? Is it Donkey Kong? Which idea? 
Is it Stephen King's Dark Series? Dark Tower Series? Or any of his other Dark Series? <laughs> is it just being Stephen King? Well, no. Maybe it is. I mean, it's just being... Uh, What's what's the one in L.A.? The family? The, the, the Bruce that our Wheaties box champion turned mom of? Well, who are they? The Kardashians. Kim Kardashian. Just being Kim Kardashian. $30 million a year or whatever of revenue generated just by sticking out your hips and pouting your lips. Right? Well, as long as someone wants to look at your hips while they're sticking out and your lips while they're sitting pout... Oh, nobody's looking at mine for me dollars. Next lifetime. Okay. What am I talking about? Seriously. All right. Oh, intellectual property. So what happens if somebody steals some idea of mine, like, oh, the pyramids used to be this giant, Earth defense grid that we have to reignite. Writes the script and I say, Buddy, you know what? 17 days ago, I had the same idea. Or whatever, right? I would never do that, number one. Because I'd be like, oh my god, they're making that idea into a movie. That's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> number two, I don't care about money. So you can't buy me off. Nor can I fucking give a shit about somebody stealing something and making money off of it. <laughs> what? Oh my god. That's so stupid. And three, because everyone who just listened to me say those two things thinks I'm full of shit. Well, I'm not. Because you can't believe in the lack of intellectual property if you think your intellectual property has something of value other than the idea that it might trigger someone else's intellectual encouragement in their own intellectual properties. But like Monopoly, I'm ready to shake the board up and reassemble at all times. There is no ownership. There is simply continuity. And if I can be a part of the continuity stream that puts an idea in your head that maximizes humanity's opportunity to move forward? Do you know what that does to my entire continuity stream across time? <sighs> a lot more than a bank account like Elon Musk has. So yeah, whatever. Think I'm b full of shit? Test me. Go write my movie. <laughs> Just, you know, send me ten bucks to get to the like theater so I can spend what 15 and then between those two purchases likely have enough to buy a ticket to see the movie actually I, don't, I won't give a shit I won't see the movie I might torrent it later but I won't see it not in the theater although Avatar 2 is coming out I think the last movie I saw in the theater was Avatar <laughs> I mean I don't believe that's actually true because I think I saw one of the Star Wars movies in between but could have been Avatar. So, I wouldn't even want to see a movie if I wrote it. Why would I? Why, why would I write a movie, first of all? Ugh, barf. All right, hang on. I'm going to go do some uh, other... Uh, I'm not going to barf. But be right back.
pausing. So basically what I'm saying is you can't steal my property, intellectual property, because it's not there to be stolen. It's there to be had for free. Like melons on a melon farm where they have too many melons. And no, 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 no. I'm not saying I have so many good ideas that they're just flopping around on the ground. Nothing better to do than to either be plucked or rot. No, no, no. No, I, I don't have but one. I don't even know if I have. Well, I think. How are you going to be? How are you going to be? How are you going to be? And, you know, I have one other good idea. Let's talk about it next. Hang on. Hockey, darky. Smokey. After. Oh. Well, let's finish this thought. Shit, did I forget what the thought is? Oh, that's embarrassing. I took a pause because. Oh, mama mia. Damn it, dear. Okay. Well, on to the next thought. Wait, what was the next thought now? Oh, God. Do I really have to double down on losses of thoughts? In the same instant. Oh, Phoebe, that's terrible. We better pause and regroup. Aha! That always took a few seconds. My two good ideas, how are you going to be, which I discussed, I think, in the last, the third of three episodes, discussing 200 headlines. If I woke up tomorrow and read, I wouldn't be all that fucking flabbergasted anymore. Yeah. I know I talked about how you're going to be on the last one of those. So that was recent. But I don't know if I've ever brought this idea up. In fact, I don't think I've ever spoken this idea out loud to anyone. Maybe I have. Maybe one person. Maybe I've said it on this recording. But here's my thought for how to proceed with uh, shall we call it uh, government for and of the people, by the people, uh, in the name and progress of all peoples. Why not government by lottery? Let that sink in. <laughs> okay, I shit you not. What the fuck's wrong with it? What do we have in the house? 465 something? 435? 465? I think it's 465. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll say it's 465. It's 100 in the Senate. You got your two dingbats in the White House and seven as of now on the bench. Seven? No. It's nine on the bench. Five, four, six, three. It's nine on the bench. Oh, fuck. I hate this country. But disorienting though the power structure can be, as often as it doesn't change, when your reality is slip sliding away, well, couldn't you put your faith in representative government that was drawn by lottery? Everything is a three-year term. Everything is a three-year term. You come in to serve, you come in for three years. 
and we're rotating leadership every year across everything, a third of of leadership rotates. So what I'm saying is, if there are 465 representatives in our House of Representatives in Congress, well, then every single year, I want to see, what, 155 of them cycle through. Which means that whoever just came in will now be there next year when 155 new people come in and then the year after will be on their way out as they're being replaced. This is true for everybody. And whoever you are, if for whatever reason your number comes up to fill this role in government, you go fill the fucking role. I don't care if it's Supreme Court justice. I don't give a shit. If it's Billy Bob Baloo from... Hmm, where are you from, Billy Bob? I would say you're probably from Charlotte, North Carolina, the financial district, right? Probably have a graduate degree in something like... Um, hmm... <laughs> market derivatives, I would hope. But but whatever, whatever, Billy Bob, whatever you do in Charlotte to make money, the loads of money that you make for that yacht you own. (sighs) When you get called to government, you go. Everybody gets paid, what, 75 grand a year? Period. That's it, that's it. I don't care if you're a Supreme Court justice. You're the... What would... Would there be a president? I don't know. We'd have to figure out how government's organized, right? Because will we still want elections? Or will we just want legislation that's there to be completely exposed? In other words, there can be nothing hidden in a system of lottery and legislation by a rotating clock of three years. And I think legislation needs to be able to be introduced, not just by legislators, but by citizens. And sure, you have to cross a higher bar to bring legislation as a citizen, but no one should ever be excluded from the process. And just because your lottery number never comes up doesn't make a difference in how much and how involved you can be in legislation by and for the people, especially when for the people means introducing legislation as a citizen is available at the national level. Why isn't it available? Why does it have to come up through a legislator? Oh, we'd be overwhelmed with requests. Well, figure it out. (laughs) Figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. The reason I like taking elections out of it are, as you know, I think elections have all been rigged for a long time. And this just removes even the potential of that. But what if the lottery is fixed? How do we set a lottery to be not fixed. Figure it out. Again, whatever man is involved with, the folly of man can bring down. Okay, this is my best idea. This isn't the best idea, I believe, on the galactic level of governing bodies. I believe somewhere out there in the belt of Orion, they have figured out something even better. But until we come up with something that's at least functional, which I think this would be, then why are we bitching about whether or not it's 
ethereal. It's progressive compared to what we're dealing with today. So that's my other good idea. I don't even know if that was on my list. It might have been. This truly could have been on my list. <clears throat> on my list. All right. This is the 210th recording. This is the 51st episode of Do You Have a Point, which is the fourth season or module of It's All My Fault, which started with, wait, what? Then went to, see, what happened was, then went to Late for Work Again, and is now finally closing the chapter called Do You Have a Point? And... Considering the first three took as long to create as this one took. Well, one of the questions I have to ask myself is, what the fuck took so long? Uh, well, there were multiple six-week breaks. Meaning three, I think. Maybe even four. How could there be four? That would be 24 weeks. There were three six-week breaks. So that right there is 18 weeks of dead time. One was in July. I think that one was actually only four weeks or maybe five. Four, where I would only do one or two instead of, say, 20. So let's say I'm down, well, uh, six weeks. Yeah, in six weeks' time, I would definitely normally do 20, if not 25. So the point is, if I'm only doing three or four, then I've really lost all my momentum. I'm, barely, I'm not even doing one a week, and that's about what it was. So, in the summertime, I think I just lost momentum. Plus, I got busy at work. Plus, I wasn't in that good of shape. So, I had to get in better shape. And, uh, so I was tired all the fucking time. Plus, I got sick. Plus, I had that cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. Bull, uh, gut shit. Not shit, to be honest. Uh... That is as uncomfortable a thing as you can go through. So, again, uh, and I lost my dreams, right? That was a big one. When my dreams vanished, they didn't vanish. They just went dark. I read that wrong. I read it as abandonment. Not as, uh, and... We're waiting. I have gotten all the help I'm getting. <laughs> Essentially. I know that now. And to a certain extent, I think the reason I needed to start this process was so that that message could be delivered. I've been given... Essentially, the... Hello, Steve Martin. Welcome back. The Steve Martin kitty toy ride around the train, the choo-choo train that he does on the amusement park with Bernadette Peters in The Jerk. I've been on that train ride gaining chunks of wisdom along the way. And... I, I mean, I knew it was coming to an end. I knew, frankly, it had ended. But the cord being severed with the sort of definitive motion that's been <laughs> that's been represented throughout my life these days, eh, 
Okay, I get it. Moving on. We get it. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I, I admit, I'm late to the fucking party. I'm still over here eating dip. I didn't even know the van had showed up. Everybody else is in the van. I'm coming. All right. I'm in the van. Let's go. So. We moved on from can we achieve symbiotic? Yes. How do you know you're? Yes. Phobias for your plan. Yes. 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 Millie Vanilli. Yes. Look. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I've learned listening to music is that love is stronger than thunder. Um, baby, don't forget my number. And a rolling thunder. Wait, does it cross the wind or cause the wind? A rolling crosses the wind. I think it crosses the wind. I don't remember. And if all we are is dust in the wind, then isn't chasing love like trying to catch the wind with the strength of a Dust fist? Okay. So if music's not where the answers are, well, what about all the patterns that sound harmonics that sitting at the base of a true, uh, what do they call that, a church organ, pipe organ? The one that will literally have your testicles, excuse me, women, but it will, I'm sure, have something on you vibrating in a way that makes you think. Just how much experience there is to be had, right? If sound can just do this to you, standing in front of a bass speaker, in front of a concert stereo stadium set. Or being, being, (laughs) being underwater and having your sound distorted in a way that still recognizable makes you realize how vulnerable you are to medium that meets your needs for clarity and resolution. I've never thought about that. How quickly we move from interpreting things in a way that we feel confident in what we're seeing versus distorting our senses entirely from even reasonable expectation that we saw what we think or felt what we knew or smelled what we came to understand happened. How quickly we are Knocked over. Swirling patterns of grace are available if you're willing to see them. Yeah, they are. And I guess this is the cool thing. If you imagine all of the energies flowing among humanity that we're creating for each other by our actions as Discs of various swirling speeds. The truly gifted among us can hop from one disc to another, recognizing the landing pattern and destination 
revolution, orientation, to glide either next disc in line or on that disc until line for the next shot. In other words, everything is there to be worked in your favor if you'll just land with the idea that you're here to concentrate energy cooperatively. And that's especially true of emotional grace. Kind gestures of recognition of someone just doing even what's customarily expected goes a long way. It swirls these patterns of grace. It starts the eddies flowing. If you're willing to participate in igniting the pools, they'll grow deeper. And when they fall back on you, you'll be amazed at how they're returning favor. Hmm. Keeping our data... I don't know if that says separates or segregates. I think it says separates us from ourselves. Keeping our data separates us from ourselves. Who wants our data? Who wants that level of behavioral inspection of the human animal? This is the greatest argument I have for believing somebody else is pulling the strings. Reptilians in skin suits. Because I don't, I've yet to run into even, even nefarious humans who want to look at this level of humanity, the predictive level of humanity. So, <clears throat> who would want this information? Those who would want to try to spur us to act in ways that we don't normally act. Create certain conditions and they will act this way. Says who? Says this forced agenda of performance modeling that shows when, in fact, backed into a corner, most of them will strike out to survive. So how do you beat that model? What can they do, right? I don't think we can understand them. But we can be kind to them. And that, well, that will ruin their game entirely. Pause. Okay. Do you know what might be my biggest current delusion? This was a moment of humility when I wrote this note. That I'm toying with those who play at the highest level, like T-Mobile. I should apologize right now before my T-Mobile karma gets the best of me. T-Mobile, we had our run. I just think as the years have gone by, we've sort of grown apart, to be honest. You're more into the group thing. You know me, I've always preferred solo plans so can we just admit that our interests are now venturing to different parts of life and 
When AT&T jilts me and leaves me crying in the rain, of course I'll call you T-Mama, but hopefully you won't take my call, because you'll know it's not in my best interest. <laughs> or don't let me text you. Just don't even know my number, okay? It'll be an AT&T number, I know that much. Because fuck you, Verizon. Oh my god, I just started a fight with Verizon. I'll never learn. Okay, this might be the end of it. But, wait. Did I get this whole page done? With this one? Wait, what is this one? How do we avoid becoming victims? Okay. Oh, that's a big question. That's too big. That's almost too big for even. How do we avoid becoming victims? Well, I'll tell you a bit of that after I've switched to AT&T. But remove yourself from the ingredients list. Okay, yeah, that's actually good advice. Or by thorough separations from the results. Okay, that whole idea right there is worth putting in the next one. Because I could be wrong. So let's end this one here. It's a good one to end on. I like it. It's like I actually planned this. Do we all... Did I ever really flush out keeping our data separates us from ourselves? It does. Because it means somebody out there has predictive modeling patterns and access to them about what I will do in conditions that I don't even know are variables colliding to create a model in which I will perform. Well says the proponent of state terrorism. Buddy, if you're smart enough to figure it all out, we'll figure it all out and have your own modeling. Go to MIT and just shut the fuck up. I just want to hope that that guy's voice is only one out of 100, not like 33 out of 100, which I think is what it is lately. So, rather than going further with that, let's just, do we all have an obligation to ferret out the truth? To learn all the truth we can. <sighs> well, yeah. Yeah.